Well, in today's show, we've got news about Disneyland FastPass distribution, which is moving, apparently. Uh, Disneyland Paris gets a new theater in 4DX. And uh, changes are coming to the character spot in Epcot. Plus, Toy Story Month, obviously, continues. And so much more. The Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. everybody thank you for listening or being a part of the show if you are free and available on monday nights at eight o'clock we do a live video show so like right now as i'm speaking it's monday night we've got a chat room full of awesome folks that are just chatting away having a good time talking about disney uh talking about all the news and stuff that we're talking about and really mainly just talking about what tony's wearing <laughs> He is decked out in full Buzz Lightyear. If, if it could be purchased at Disney for an adult to wear, he's got it. He's got the Buzz Lightyear shirt. He's got the Buzz Lightyear ears. He had the gloves on. He had the mask on. He has uh, the Buzz Lightyear underwear, the shoes, the socks, uh, the dungarees, and thong, the thong, thong, thong. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, so there's that. Uh, so how was your weekend, buddy? What what Disney stuff did you do this weekend? Uh, let's see. Well, last week I did two things. One is I went to the boathouse with a friend. Yeah, yeah. I do love the food at the boathouse. Yeah, yeah, it's great you, you for the really money. I mean, yeah. come on. I, I I'm gonna tell you this. If you want to get something good that's uh, inexpensive, not gonna you know, it's not like a steak or filet mignon or lobster or whatever. The uh, fried clams. Yeah. Fried clam basket, sixteen dollars. You walk it's out, worth it, totally worth it, and you're done, and you're full. It's a good sized portion. Yeah. It's not a cheap thing, so that's the way I like to roll, you know. But a friend of mine, it was uh, one of their kids' birthdays, and ordered the giant baked Alaska. <laughs> it's probably two feet tall. Yeah, right? it's it's something that you and seventeen of your friends could maybe yeah. finish. Twelve of us, and we still couldn't finish it. And, and I like on the menu it says baked Alaska for four. No. Yeah, no. Four dozen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no. Were you? No, it was me. There was a time when it first opened up, me, uh, Al, John, and Kristen had gone. Yeah. And the table next to us ordered it, and it was a table of four, and yeah. they ate it. And then whatever they didn't eat, they gave to us. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. <laughs> and we ate whatever we could, and then we and left we passed it. That yeah, on we passed to the next yeah. person. So yeah. finally, about five tables later, they were just <laughs> drinking it. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> tasty. I, I'm sure the staff is like, wait, that's not that supposed to serve the whole not, restaurant. That's unsanitary yeah. at the very least. Yeah. 
That's funny. And then uh, Saturday, uh, I, I guess it's this week. This week is Global Wellness Week. Yeah. Hey, I'm all about globals and wellnesses. Yeah. So I went to the Four Seasons. They had a. Whole, they were doing a bunch of things on Saturday. They were having some yoga stuff and some boot camps. And did you do yoga? Uh, does it look like I did yoga? Maybe. No. I could see you doing some downward facing dog. No. As I said, my sport is eating. Fair enough. <laughs> or, or cooking. I applaud you, good sir. <laughs> so they had a, a chef demo where a chef was going to uh, show us how to eat. How to cook. Yeah, had had to cook. <laughs> Uh, better food that you know, was, you know, Why do that? cleaner. You know, no butter and stuff like that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why even bother? Yeah. Get Fabrizio in here. Give me some freaking. Where's the meatballs? Limoncello. Come yeah. on, buddy. Hook us up. Yeah. And it was funny because we were making the first thing we were doing was he, they were teaching us how to make uh, spring rolls, and mm -hmm. this was Chef Ryan, mm -hmm. uh, who's been there uh, like two years now. Anyway, I'm like, he's like, you just eat it like this. I was like, well, can I fry it? <laughs> He's like, well, that's not what you're going to do on Global Wellness Day. <laughs> so you're saying that I can. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a fryer? <laughs> I said, would it be better deep fried or pan fried? He said, either one will work, but Roll it in panko not first? today. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll take mine home with me. So and I'll, you say, I'll make mine at home. I'll fry the crap out of it when I get uh, home. Then we had uh, grilled uh, trout, which was delicious. Mm -hmm. Not a ton of seasoning. Everything was five ingredients or less. Which makes it easier. Yeah. Uh, you know, then we had a salad with uh, carrots and chip, uh, chipotle, chip, chipotle onions. They're smaller onions. They're, they're almost like the size of a... Like a pearl a, onions? A, yeah, like a garlic. Small. Beats me, brother. Yeah, and they know. slice those up, and then uh, he made a vinaigrette right there on the spot. Um, so that's what I did. Like, bam, it's vinaigrette? Yeah, like, bam, nice. vinaigrette. Nice. And they took great care of you, too, from what I understand. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. It was good, uh, fun talking to people. And I'm always, uh, you know, everybody there was local. Um, nobody was from out of town or staying at the Four Seasons, which was a weird. But I'm surprised at how much people don't know about A, Disney, and B, like the Four Seasons. And then I think that's part of their problem is drawing the local crowd. Mm -hmm. You know, I said, well, geez, I, I think I can help with that. I talk about it enough yeah good lord i mean we <laughs> ought to be sponsored by them at this point yeah so if you're listening <laughs> if you're listening and you are local please go to the four seasons <laughs> so then everybody be tired of not only the yeah. one but the other <laughs> yeah. yeah right i get that yeah so uh yeah no if you're local go check them out um you could even just go to the lobby bar and get some snacks you know that yeah Look, guys, I'm I'm going to tell you, and, and when we get to what I did this weekend, I'm certainly going to tell you, you need to go explore the Four Seasons, even if you're not staying there, which we know is a little pricey. But hey, right. you know, you're not spending six hundred dollars for a really teeny tiny room uh, just because it's at the Polynesian Resort. You right. know, the money you're spending is going to great service and all that good stuff. So, so go check that out. Yeah. So that was cool. What else did you do? Anything? Anything? Uh, that was it. That was it. I went, so Friday night was the rehearsal dinner for a wedding that was happening on Saturday that I was officiating. The mm -hmm. wedding happened uh, in a grand villa. It's Sorry on the internet, we're allowed to say it. Uh, what happens in the grand villa stayed in the grand villa until some goofball decided to, I'm going to put this out on the internet and live streamed it. And I looked yeah, up at Yeah, somebody one, did that. And I'm trying to focus on, you know, reading Bible verses. And I look up and there's this, some dude going, I'm like, 
broski. What are you doing? Uh, but it turned out okay. Um, so <laughs> Brad Hubbard in the chat room said, I could only afford the two seasons. Yeah. You get winter and fourth of July. <laughs> uh so so that was uh that was Saturday. On Friday they had the rehearsal dinner at Kona Cafe. And we went, we we ordered sushi and an appetizer. We didn't there was nothing on the main menu that was jumping out to me, and I wasn't gonna drop forty bucks on that steak. Isn't that menu terrible? It's really gone downhill. Service was amazing. Yeah. Which at the tail end of the rest of my night, or rest of my weekend, I now go there for sushi and pot stickers. Yeah, because that's about, <laughs> speaking of pot stickers, that's the, about the only stuff I can tolerate so, on that menu. It's a funny story. Three people on the table ordered pot stickers, uh, and I believe at last count, I think five plates of pot stickers showed up because some people were ordering it for their appetizer, uh, some people were ordering it for like yeah. what we did. We yeah, did we did we did a sushi and two appetizers. And they they sent it all at different times, and so somebody was like, um, "I was supposed to get pot stickers for my entree or for my appetizer." And mm. like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we'll be right. Give me a second. So another plate hit the table. So they had this plate that somebody started eating because they'd ordered it, and they just assumed, well, this is my appetizer or this right. is my entree, but they brought it early, so I'm gonna go and eat. And then another another plate hit, and then our plate hits. Like, so we just kept saying, "Hey, um, we never got those." Potstickers, and they're like, no, 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 oh. you're cut off. <laughs> so we had a good time. No was, more potstickers for no you. No more potstickers for you. We had a good time. Food was okay. Yeah. And then we got on the monorail, which is in and of itself quite the experience. Mm -hmm. uh, and we went over to uh, the Contemporary, did our little walkie dance of love up to Bay Lake Tower, and they had a they had like the when you think of like the perfect spot for Bay Lake Tower. Just like the dead center of their window was the castle. Oh, that's good. And so that was going to be the the, the that centerpiece. Cost, that cost some points. That's the centerpiece of the uh, of the uh, picture. Uh, yeah. Of no, that the centerpiece of all the pictures. Yeah. And um. So uh, apparently, one of Sid's coworkers is in the chat room. So I got to be careful what I say. Uh, so uh, it was really it was really cool. Uh, we did the rehearsal run through. It was great. And we did fireworks at the end of the night, which was awesome. True. Next day we did the wedding. And uh, when I do a wedding right before I do the may now kiss the bride, I always do like a little announcement, like ladies and gentlemen, may I present, you know, um, Steve and Vicky, mm. you know, everybody's clap, 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 clap. And now you may kiss your bride. And right as I said, introduce the bride and groom's names, the the st stage show where they shoot the fireworks off right. lit up wow like, blah 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 Pssh. and everyone's like oh and I was like I called that I called that in <laughs> so uh, so then we do that the wedding went great they had a surprise guest musically it was fun it was interesting uh, so that was great mm -hmm. then we went and ran some errands uh, and then we came back that night for uh, fireworks and we we're all going to go at the top of the World Club. Which is when the wheels started literally coming off the <laughs> the Disney bus. The Disney bus. Uh, let's see. We we caused a little bit of a problem. My wife and I caused a little bit of a problem, um, and then we had our first experience with a, a little bit of rudeness. Uh, and some of that's our fault. Some of it was just a bad situation that got worse. But the problem really started when the fireworks show began. Mm -hmm. and, you know, when you're at the top of the World Club, they pipe the music in. Sure. And normally it's like, 
ba-da. Well, I know it's not wishes anymore, but ba-da. Yeah. <laughs> so, if anybody knows that radio frequency, email that to <laughs> yeah. us. I'm just interested. So, like, literally, the music's like... <laughs> they weren't holding the cell phone close enough to the speaker. So... <laughs> it was a bad cell phone. For those of you who don't know, Happily Ever After is like a 20-minute show. Mm, that's pretty It's long. a good long show. And that 20, 15 to 20-minute 20 show took forever. Well, because the music... When you're only was, hearing half of it. Yeah. So, so then we go downstairs and we tell the front desk. And the ladies, ladies behind the front desk... Cast members. No. Not going to give them that title. Okay. Thanks for playing. "Quote unquote cast people were so rude, mm. just incredibly rude, and we walked in on them being rude to another guest, hmm. and it was just crazy. And like, well, they wanted to be consistent. They were, yeah, and they're going to be rude to you to they, the tune of. They didn't want to give you special <laughs> that's right, treatment, that's right? To the tune of the guy walked out of the hotel saying, "Well, it's not like I spent thousands of dollars to stay here this week," and I'm like, mm. oh. So that was Saturday night. Sunday, uh, we didn't really do very much Disney stuff. We we pitted around a little bit, but uh, right. that's it. That was my weekend. So sounds like uh, some fun. Some fun. A little bit of the magic got crushed, but yeah. you know, hey, we'll live. Uh, so yeah, that was my that was our weekend. Well, the Disney married can couple be a dream crusher. It can be. Um, I'm telling you guys, uh, I love Disney. There's you know, Tony loves Disney. I love Disney. Shut up. Uh, but it's the the problem is, and I'll I'll say this in a minute. And be done. The problem with Disney anymore is the owned and operated by Disney mm. hotels. The customer service is getting worse, yeah. and all the na- the properties on the the properties that are on Disney property that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The hotels on Disney property, mm-hmm. Four Seasons, you know, Swan Dolphin, Swan Dolphin, uh, Hilton, Hilton, Waldorf, Bonnet Creek. Yeah, their service is going through the roof. And the Lowe's hotels over at Universal, mm. just killing it. Yeah. And it's and and I don't know what it's going to take for Disney to to realize, because they're filling the rooms, but we were literally walking around and we were probably the only English speaking people. Right. So they're filling the rooms, but I'm not sure. It's just yeah. you know, it's not. Re- I hate to say the only way Disney will get the message is uh, if you talk with your wallet. Yeah, nobody's going to do that because it's freaking Disney, and they yeah. know that. So anyway, that was this weekend. All right. uh, your mileage may vary. So I guess, is there anything else? No. Nope. All right. So say it with us, boys and girls. There's nothing else we can really do except get into the, the news. news. We know that coming to Walt Disney World can be very overwhelming with all of the fast passes, the dining reservations, even getting from attraction to attraction can be extremely overwhelming. But we've got a friend that can help you make your next trip to Walt Disney World even more magical. It's Ramon and Theme Park Concierges. You can visit themeparkconcierges.com or call them at 407-257-9973. Ramon and his amazing team of VIP concierges will take care of you from the moment you arrive at the park until the moment you go back to your resort. They can take care of you for a four-hour time slot or a full day. It all depends on what you need. They can take care of your dining reservations, your fast passes, and even make sure that you find even more magic hidden in the Disney parks. Well, contact our friends, themeparkconcierges.com, or call 407-257-9973. 
888-998-9973 and tell them your friends over at the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. And now, the Disney Parks Podcast infotainment segment. Well, FastPass distribution locations are changing for Radiator Springs Racers, Toy Story Midway Mania at Disney's California Adventure. Shortly after Cars Land's opening, the California Adventure realized the land would be uh, très popular, uh, so popular, in fact, that they couldn't handle the flow of guests rushing to Radiator Springs Racers early in the morning. So to alleviate half of the congestion, Fast Pass distribution was moved out to the entry to a Bugs Land. Mm-hmm. With the recent news of a Bugs Land closing, people realized that it would uh, mean that the Fast Pass distribution would also be a moving. <laughs> but uh, now we know exactly where the distribution will be moving to the Overlook area next to the attraction on the road going towards the wharf. Hmm. Okay. This is slated to have begun already. Now, if you're a California native and you know this park really well, that's awesome. All of this is, I don't understand all of it, but I don't have to. Uh, also moving Fast Pass distribution location is Toy Story Mania. Uh, before Pixar Pier construction started, the Fast Pass distribution was right outside the attraction. Walls went up, and the distribution was moved outside of the Little Mermaid Ariel's Undersea Adventure. <laughs> the distribution will move back to its original location on June 23rd. Very nice. So, I mean, I'm glad that they're keeping up with some of the... This is funny. Now, this yeah. is really funny. I remember when we went there a couple of years ago, like, Radiator Springs... Uh, distribution was like almost at the turnstiles. What, right when you got in California right. Adventure, it was like on the left-hand side there. Yeah. There was a person standing with a sign, Fast Pass Distribution for Radiator Springs. Right. And that may have been the queue line for, for the standby uh, until they opened up that part of the uh, park. Yeah. How I, or The reason I think this is very funny is because they're they're telling us where the, the, the Fast Pass Distribution is moving to. They move stuff at disney world all the time and, and we don't have tell no anybody. clue yeah we you're just, like oh that's over there oh crap what, all right what, what i'll be back that? yeah yeah all right uh all right uh so the the gaumont good job the gaumont good job buddy cinema at disney village in paris opened its first 4d x experience i've been wanting to do this uh i there's a theater here in Orlando that's got 4DX. We should go. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, yeah. yeah. The Gaumont Cinema in Disney Village at Disneyland Paris opened a new experience. Guests can now watch blockbuster films on a special screen with 4DX technology. This technology allows the guests to experience a motion picture augmented with environmental effects such as motion, wind, water, fog, Lights, scents. Isn't this just Soren? Surround sound. <laughs> Stinko vision. Yeah, it's Soren for yeah. people who don't go to Disney. Right. Uh, these theaters are technology, te- technologically <laughs> very impressive and need to be specially designed, so not every theater offers this experience. Right. Seeing a film in 4DX is comparable to theme park experiences like Captain EO and Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Only 4DX is much more technologically 
<laughs> I'm doing that on purpose. Uh, impressed because the experience lasts for a whole blockbuster two hours. Wow. Uh, even the the new Dolby Theater, uh, we have rumble seats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, don't say it was Michael Buffer. Uh, the only films that are now available with this technology at Disney Village are Solo, a Star Wars story. Ooh, stinker. And Jurassic Park, a Fallen Kingdom. Oh, dude, really? That's very weird. Showing a universal picture on a Disney place. That hasn't come out yet here. The other sad oh, part gee. is they are only dubbed in French. So a ticket for these viewings cost around $23.50 U.S. Uh, without, uh, without an additional cost, uh, you have to pay an extra dollar euro for the 3D glasses. Mm. If I'm paying $23.50, just make it $24.50 and include the glasses. Why do you have to charge extra for the glasses? Probably so. There's something about the making sure that you're paying separate for the cleaning and all that stuff. I, I'll bet that's what it is. I don't know. It just sounds of, very weird. I've heard of that before. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I hope they bring something like that. See, now this would have been good in our Main Street Theater. Oh, dude. You had me at... Mo- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Right? See, that would have been dude, good. Dude, the... But they would have charged people to go into it, right? Yeah, sure. Why not? Dude, that would have been awesome. Yeah. That would have been really cool. Except there would have been Solo. Well, they can... Well, think of them doing like a stage show in 4DX. Well, that'd be kind of cool. You know, kind of like back in the day, like Rocky Horror Picture Show. (laughs) You know. You don't uh, remember that? No. Oh, I do remember Rock okay. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. I remember Rock okay. I'm like, it's not very kid-friendly, but okay, go ahead. Sure. Uh, all right. Hey, last week, John, we had a trivia question. We did. And it was, in The Little Mermaid, what alias did Ursula use when she became a human? And we got a lot of answers. Wonder Woman. And they were correct. Everybody was almost I correct. was correct as Wonder Woman? Yes. Very close. Awesome. Uh, the correct answer was Vanessa. Oh. Very weird name to take on. Whatever. Vanessa. Uh, and the winner is Patricia. And we have Patricia, it's in the mail. I bet in the original story it was Vanessa. Like there was a name in the yeah. original story. They probably used it. Probably. Somebody, yeah. of course, that drew Ursula was Vanessa. <laughs> yeah. Skibo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So this week's trivia, we're keeping with the Toy Story Pixar theming. Okay. All right. All right. And this may be a tough question. All right. But I think you all are ready for this challenge. We can do it. You can Google it, I think, and you'll find it. What is the name of the toy cleaner who fixes Woody in the Toy Story 2 movie? And he makes an appearance in something else as well. But mm. not as the cleaner. Correct. Yeah. I'm not going to guess because yeah. it's, it's too cool for me to... Yeah. So it's, a good, it's a great trivia question. Yeah. So if you know that, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. 
All right. So uh, right before we did this show, we did our live Patreon show just for the people who have chosen to support what we do here. And you can find out some more information over at patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can sign up to be one of our Patreons. Uh, we offer exclusive ad-free shows, extra free video content, as well as uh, some really cool offers and stuff. Plus, every now and then we throw some things uh, out there just for you guys. And uh, you have access to a private Facebook group where you guys can interact and chitty chat and do all those crazy Disney things that you crazy Disney kids do. Uh, and if you go over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast dot, I'm sorry, patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast, uh, you could be one of the cool kids like James, Grant, Ernie, David, Sam, Jennifer, Ross, Ron, Jeremy, Willie, Michael, Mike, Cassandra, Katie, Eva, Katie, Mike, Corey, and Kathy. Thank you guys so much for being our awesome patrons, and that really does help us keep the show live and on the air. Very much. Thank you very much. All right. So the Epcot character moving uh, spot is moving to a Tier 1 Fast Pass Plus at Epcot. It started today. Today. Congratulations, kids. The Epcot character spot. We got an upgrade. We got an upgrade. I'm sure the experience is totally worth it. The Epcot character spot is a character experience location at Epcot where you can meet Mickey, Minnie, and all their fun, fabulous friends. This attraction has previously been available as a Tier 2 FastPass Plus option at the park alongside attractions such as Mission Space and Spaceship Earth. On Monday, June 11th, today, as we record this, this changes when the Epcot character spot moves to a Tier 1 FastPass. What does this mean for you? Well, it means a choice between Frozen Ever After, Soaring Around the World, Test Track, and Illuminations, Reflections of Earth get a little more difficult. Mm -hmm. This isn't necessarily a bad thing, though. Uh, Epcot Character Spot has very low capacity, and their Tier 2 FastPass Plus option is often gone every, uh, early in the day. Moving this experience to a higher tier will allow families to choose a character experience over a thrilling attraction with height requirements. We also anticipate, Disney that is, also anticipates that this tier changeup will create further frustrations on, f wait, Disney also anticipates that this tier changeup will create further frustration for folks trying to claim popular tier two attractions. Why would they put that in their own press release? Yeah. Mission space is already relatively difficult to obtain. This will not help the cause. This is not a Disney press release. Yeah, no. uh, so question becomes are you going to go like frozen ever frozen ever after or are you going to go character spot i would go character spot. i would go character spot. if you've ever ridden the frozen attraction it's great but it's really just male still haven't been on it. you still haven't been on it yeah it's worth it to see the animatronics yeah. and it's 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 worth it to see it's how it's getting they, easier to get a fast pass yeah it's worth it to see and what this they may help yeah it's, <laughs> it's worth it to see how they transform maelstrom into this mm. but you just can't help. Yeah, like, and that uh, that else is like an A three hundred. She's got oh, the, she's a, the she's fluid amazing. servos. It's not just her. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of things in there that yeah. we're seeing. Olaf, I think, has got. I think all of them do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's there's more than there. Just yeah. those guys. So yeah. go check this out. This will be interesting. Let me let us know here at the podcast what you think of the yeah. the changes. That's a that's a tough choice. Now you're you're throwing all the uh, eat ticket attractions. And a character experience into the mix. If you have little ones, yeah, the character experience may be more appealing. If you got teens, you're gonna they're gonna probably want to go fast and get thrilled. You know, they're gonna want to be on Soren or Test Track or 
something like that. Well, my question is, is when they open this uh, Guardians of the Galaxy attraction, will oh, they yeah. pop it down? No, uh, probably not. Right. Then it'll be even tougher. You know. All righty. So, all right, we have some more uh, weird and uh, informing information about Toy Story Four, being that this is. Toy Story Month here on the podcast. Yeah, it works out well that way, I think. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story 4 was delayed because Pixar cut most of the script. Toy Story 4 major delay to 2019 was due to Pixar cutting most of the script, according to actress Annie Potts, who voiced Bo Peep. Hmm. This movie was originally planned for the summer of 2017 release before getting pushed back to the summer of 2018. In an interview with Radio Times, Potts confirmed that Pixar threw out most of the script for Toy Story 4, causing the release date to be pushed back yet again. Mm. This time, forcing Incredibles 2 to move up to the summer of 2018, thank you very much, giving Toy Story 4 the summer of 2019 spot. Toy Story 4 was supposed to come out this year, and then they threw out three quarters of the script and rewrote it, says Potts. Wow. Yeah. Well, the two knuckle bags left, so... Uh, Annie Potts says, quote, unquote, unusual, it, usually it takes from start to finish two years, but because they threw out most of it in the bin and started over, she's saying my time on the project has been extended a little bit. I've done a lot of work on it. End quote. Wow. So while script overhauls and movie delays are not uncommon for Pixar, Toy Story 4 has undergone quite a bit of developmental turbulence. Just last year, the movie's writer Rashad Jones and Will McCormick left the project due to creative differences. Nice. However, with an extra year to get the movie finished, Pixar has been harder work. Toy Story 4 will be the best it can. Toy Story 4 revolves around the relationship between Woody... And Bo Peep. In the movie, Buzz Lightyear and Woody set out to, on a quest to find Bo Peep, who was sold at a yard sale by Andy's mother. Shame on her. <laughs> so this is taking place between the events of Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3. Uh, Toy Story 4 is now scheduled for June 21st, 2019. So one of the things that Lasseter said... Uh, when Toy Story, the original one, first came out a long time ago, was he wanted to make it a buddy film. Right. And that's what they're, I think they're going back to. They're making it a buddy film, Buzz and Woody, they're buddies. They're going to go out on this quest to find uh, Bo Peep right. and bring her back to her flock. <laughs> yeah, plus it's a love interest for yes, Woody. Yes, sure. You sure. know, because Buzz, ha- or, uh, Woody, or Buzz has uh, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, but the thing, I'm glad that the the one line in here, it takes place between Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3 because there's that one line in the movie that says, yeah, we lost Bo Peep. Right. And I and I thought that it was because the actress who voiced her died. Right. So I guess I'm incorrect. Yeah. So, interesting. Toy Story 4. Coming Could be awesome. Theaters. Could be a train wreck. Right. Let's hope not. No. You will jump off a bridge. No. Uh, incredible summer button. Oh, hot dang, a button. Disney, I think, owns two companies now. A magnet company and a button company. Truth, <laughs> truth, my friend. Because if it's not one, it's the other, and now it's both. Yeah. The Incredible Summer Button's coming to Walt Disney World starting June 15th. 
uh, it, on that day, guests can pick up and celebrate the upcoming release of Disney Pixar's Incredible Dose. Uh, guests will be able to pick up the button beginning on that day uh, at the following locations. Uh, the Magic Kingdom entrance, the Epcot entrance, the Hollywood Studios entrance, the Animal Kingdom entrance, AMC Disney Springs 24, uh, Disney-owned retail locations at Disney Springs. That means all the Everywhere. Disney stores. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Disney doesn't own all the retail places at Disney Springs and Disney's Blizzard Beach Water Park exit, but not at Typhoon Lagoon. Uh uh-uh. uh, uh uh, uh uh, as Stone Cold will say. Yeah, experience an incredible summer all summer long around the Walt Disney World Resort and stop by the incredible Tomorrowland Expo at Magic Kingdom and take a magic journey with Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Mix live at Epcot. And join in the fun with Donald's Dino Bash at Disney's Animal Kingdom late this summer, all while getting ready to experience Toy Story Land in Disney's Hollywood Studios. <laughs> hey, you seen the video from the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? No, nope, didn't want to watch it. Seriously? Yeah, because I may want to go see it. I don't want to see it on video. Uh, okay, cool. Understood. Is it good? Uh, Say it to me that. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not going to answer it at all. Yeah. You want to be? You want to go into Virgin Ears? Yeah. I'll let you. Yeah. Is it uh, worth going to see? No, oh, I can't tell you that. Right. I will tell you one thing. Right. The one fear that I had, mm-hmm. they do not sing. Oh, thank God. That was the. That, that was my fear, too. That was the only thing that unless I was... Of, I mean... No. Unless they were really good singers. No. Okay. No. No, 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 no. I did not want to see Star-Lord prancing around singing come and get your love i did not want to see that nor did i want gamora to try to sing gamora is a warrior she's not a singer star lord's a goof he should not be singing right god help us all (laughs) all right anything else on that nope that's it all right guys we appreciate you guys take your time out of your busy schedule we are going to uh, finish the show, but we're going to keep the chat room open for comments. Uh, please join us on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time at Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast because uh, we do our live show there. We would love for you to be a part of it. You can also find us on Twitter at Disney Podcaster. You can also find us on YouTube and Instagram at Disney Parks Podcast. Come visit us at DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can check out our show archives, our blogs, our links to amazing sponsors. And uh, we can't wait to see you guys uh, on our social networks. And with that, anything else, buddy? No. We will see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a out of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through one upon